Hi guys, welcome back to SD to SD. I'm Taylor. I'm Amanda. Welcome back. Today's the AC episode is perfect timing. Yeah, the AC shut off. Today's episode is um so sad topic, honestly. She's about to cry. It's gonna be emotional. Yeah, I will cry. That's okay, I'm a tear. Definitely. And I'm joking, being facetious. Oh, <laughs> <Fischesis>. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, today's episode is about basically how to deal with like hard times in your life, but keeping your business going. We're not talking about like financially hard times. I guess maybe like emotionally, like trying times. Yeah, just things where you are not able to show up as your best self. I guess is mm-hmm, what we mean. Mm-hmm. So it could be anything. It could be like we'll we'll both talk about like our personal experiences yeah. mine mm-hmm. is more so health but also mental health well, they kinda go hand in hand. right and then yours is more like emotional but then also mm-hmm. mental health i mean obviously mental health ties into everything but you mm-hmm. know what we're saying so like that kind of situation is what we're talking about i mean we were also poor but <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of like a result unrelated yeah. <laughs> but related actually our own faults yeah <laughs> okay so I think we'll, we should start with, like, our reasons. What happened, like, how, you know, okay. give our backstory. You okay. can go first. Oh, I was going to say, you can go <laughs> I know you were going to, so I beat you to it. <laughs> okay, so last year, oh, 2022, I forget, it's 2024 now. It's been so long. It's crazy, it feels, like, so fresh. Um, 2022, August of 2022, I went through a breakup with my boyfriend that I was with for, like, five years, and it was awful terrible heartbroken literally was like life ruining to like walking off the fucking plank you know what i mean can i say that on the fuck <laughs> we'll leave it it's fine it's like an analogy <laughs> in the interpret it the way that you want um <laughs> gosh they okay anyways but that's how i felt like it was not well i was not well and my we'll just, business let's put a trigger warning yeah <laughs> perhaps a trigger warning would be in no need here Maybe we should we're gonna talk about health we're gonna talk about mental health we're going to talk about, I don't know, breakups. We'll talk about, I guess, eating disorder. We're going to talk about everything. So things. if you're triggered by anything at all, please just don't listen. Yeah. We'll <laughs> okay, back to your story, Taylor. Um, anyways, was going through a really hard time, and I was also working full-time in the business at the, at the time. But as soon as that breakup happened, like, I thought that my life was falling apart, and it kind of was. And so that started to have an effect on the business. I could not show up every single day. Like, as a well-put-together human. But I think it's also important to note that you were already extremely burnt out by your business. I was already burnt out at that point. Like, I was kind of over so it. So, it just did not help. And then, just, it took away, like, any last little bit of care that I had. And so, my business started to, like, dramatically suffer. Like, dramatically. Not, not... Is this pre-slowdown, or... This was, like, during slowdown. So, this was August. So, it was kind of already starting to slow okay, down, but yeah. it was Okay. Yeah, you were still... Yeah, okay. But I I was okay. But, I mean... I was still popping in the summer, but it was kind of like, hmm, like a few more open spots that I'm used to. My summertime was okay. Yeah, it was like fall when things were really... August, September, October, I was like, okay, this is a little uncomfortable. Like, like, November, December, I was like, fuck, like, (laughs) (laughs) this is not good. (laughs) 911, I guess what. But I didn't, like, wake up from, like, my breakup, and I never even, like, well, I still... Ew, I've... Ew, hold on. (laughs) I still feel like in ways I'm going through heartbreak still, but it doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Our feelings don't matter. If you don't laugh, you cry, okay? It's fine. Anyways. We laugh to hide the pain. (laughs) Exactly. 
But I feel like I didn't realize, like, how terribly I had done my business through that point Mm. because of my breakup, like, until probably, like, February or March, maybe even closer to May. That's when you saw, like, the full effect, like, and it was really obvious. Yeah, where I was like, holy shit, like... (laughs) Like, whoops, I I almost, like, I feel like I almost, like, not blacked out, but just, like, checked out from my business entirely, which... I don't know if you've ever been like that heartbroken. I think Even just sad. I mean, yeah. Think of a sad day and then multiply it by like. Like if you've lost someone and you have to show up, yeah. same thing. It's, it's just it's morning. It's morning. Yeah. yeah. We both went through periods of mourning, but in different ways. Ways and different reasons behind them. And I think in general, mourning is like one of the hardest things people go through. Yeah. So to have to show up and take care of someone. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. during that time. Multiple people in a day, really. Yeah. And not not just take care of someone. Like, you can't just be like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm just kind of down today. Mm-hmm. Like, they want you on. They mm-hmm. want your 100% best self. Like, you have to show up looking good, feeling great, so mm-hmm. that they can leave looking good mm-hmm. and feeling great. Which I understand. Like, yes. I understand the client perspective, so let's just say that. Yeah. But, like, we're not talking about the client right now. We're talking about us. Right. We both provider. understand that what we, how we handled it was not ideal at mm-hmm. all. And obviously we paid for that with the price of our like clients, clients and our business. Yeah. But re- like now we have, what's the word? Hindsight. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, we can look back now and mm-hmm. now we're going to talk about it. Well, tell me about what your Me. Teehee. I, well... My health started declining before I even opened my business, but I wasn't aware of my health declining Mm -hmm. until, mm, I'm trying to think timeline-wise. You opened May 2021 or 2022? 2021. Mm -hmm. Yep, in May. I had already gained a little bit of weight Mm -hmm. by then. So when I got fired from my old job, I mean, it was like two weeks between that and opening. Yeah, it was quick. I had already, like, I had hurt my back working out, and mm-hmm. I had started to gain some weight. Okay, I remember December of that year is when I saw a picture of myself, and I was like, I look really puffy. Like, I look swollen. <laughs> I did not know. I did oh. not know I was gaining weight. I did yeah. not know. I had no idea. And by that time, I was already up, like, 30 pounds and had no idea that's how fast it came on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how fast. Blink of the eye. <laughs> and then... I eventually got to like 60 pounds gained and I don't know when I hit that but it just slowly like kept piling yeah. on long story short because minus so many moving factors mm-hmm. the apartment that we were living in had mold it started to affect me I had already had PCOS at that time like I had already had it for several years but it was like maintained it was well managed not with but medication, just, like, holistically, right? Just, yeah, like, I had changed my lifestyle to the point where it was, like, fine, I thought. Mm-hmm. Then I started to blow up in weight. <laughs> Things started to go wrong. I did not feel good. I was tired. My hair was falling out. I mean, I had always kind of s- suspected I had thyroid issues because, like, mm-hmm. my eyebrow was never, like, the, 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 <laughs> the upside was I never there. Off. Like, those things <laughs> I had always suspected, but... My Western doctor had always been like, well, you're in range. So we never mm-hmm. addressed it. But when I had an ultrasound done in my thyroid, it was like enlarged. And she's like, oh, it's still normal. <laughs> so anyways, I always suspected that. So I finally, after suffering and like my body hurt too, I was just in pain. I felt horrible. I was swollen. I was achy. I was, could not get out of bed. The worst mental health of my life. The worst. And I was dealing with a terrible eating disorder uh just lovely things all of them all together is one heck of a storm 
I mean, truly like the worst mental health of my life. Did not know how I was going to live another day. So finally went to see a naturopathic doctor. Things like slowly got better, but it was a long journey. I mean, I, when did I start seeing her? La I've seen her for like a year. Dr. Williams. Yeah, Dr. Williams was on our episode. I've been seeing her for like a little over a year and it took um, pretty much that whole time for me to slowly make lifestyle changes, tweak my medication, and even like completely figure out what was wrong because there was still a lot of things we were trying to nail down, but I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's. I already had the PCOS, but like now it was a whole factor again. It was a whole mm -hmm. different thing. Like other uh, hormones were off. What else? Oh, the mold. <laughs> <laughs> that was the a mold. huge one. The mold is like, in my mind, I think the mold is what was behind all of it. Mm -hmm. Or, so like your genes are there already, but, but like I wasn't pulling the trigger on my lifestyle yet, but the mold and the eating disorder just blew flared, up. Yeah. yeah, that was it. So that, that everything flared. What else? Just everything in my health was bad. I mean, my inflammation was off the charts because of my autoimmune stuff. My hormones were all jacked up because of my PCOS and because of the mold. Um, my mental health was just in the gutters. I was eating garbage. I wasn't moving my body. I wasn't sleeping or I was sleeping like 12 hours. Couldn't get out of bed. Um, she didn't have me. I didn't have Taylor. I did have you at one point. When did we meet? October. You know. <laughs> she said that <laughs> okay so i met taylor in october my life changed. i could be lying but Not i really. feel like it was in october so basically like just horrible and then on top of that too like 60 pounds weight gain mm -hmm. is horrific I mean, especially in such like a small amount, like you think like two years or whatever it was is like really not that long it came on For, like, faster all than of that, that to too happen. it was yeah. like i don't know so just i just feel like my life totally got like the rug was pulled, ripped out from yeah. underneath me i just was and so now I, I mean, I did see a therapist for all of it, and the one thing that I came to conclusion is that I had to mourn my old life mm -hmm. because I did not know, like, what life I was going to have after this. Especially with RA. Right. I, Can you I, tell the people what RA is in case they don't know? So, rheumatoid arthritis is when your immune system attacks your joints and, like, actively eats away at your joints. So, with my job, obviously, that was scary, but also just in general because... If you Google rheumatoid arthritis, the pictures are nightmares. Like, the fingers are crooked and jagged, and it's terrifying. And I did not know if that was happening to me or not. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. I, I really was just like, oh, okay, like, joint pain, that's fine. I'll, yeah. just, I'll manage that. No, 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 no. Deterioration of your joints. Mm -hmm. So. Do you think, oh, sorry. No, I don't know. I was just going to say, like, a lot of that, you know. Yeah. Just, like, don't, don't, I didn't know where my, I could not see the light at the end of the tunnel. That yeah. was, like, this period of my <laughs> life. Like you're so deep down. Yeah. I could not see a way out. I could not see it getting better. I always, and I still feel to this day, like, my Hashimoto's fast forward is in remission now, but my <laughs> RA is still, like, we're working <clears throat> on it, but it's, like, my inflammation is back in range. Mm -hmm. Things have come significantly, like, full circle, but I still feel like I'm playing whack-a-mole with my health. Mm -hmm. I get one thing, and then... Like, my progesterone is still jacked up, so I'm like, okay, let me go tackle that. Mm -hmm. We'll tackle that, and then something else will pop back up. Like, my inflammation was down, and then I just got, like, a cold, and my inflammation shot back up, because that's what happens when you get sick. Yeah, so then I couldn't so. be in remission yeah. for RA, so I was just like, Ugh. You know? Yeah. 
Your skin looks good still. Thanks. I have one nasty breakout here. It's cute. It's um, do you feel like getting diagnosed with, like, getting a diagnosis and all these things helped or hurt? Um, it did help, and I'm not someone who, like, holds the, like, diagnosis to my identity. Yeah. I just say, like, I am dealing with it. I don't say I am. I am, yeah. Like, whatever. So, it did help because I was able to finally tackle it. But at the same time, and I mean, I have OCD and I'm definitely like a little bit of a hypochondriac. So at the same time, it was more of a mental load, mm-hmm. but it was truly like, I could not figure out like, cause I'm a Christian and like my relationship with God really struggled in at that time too. Cause it was not like, why did he give this to me? Like why me? It was yeah. more like, what does he want me to learn from it? And I could not figure it out. Mm. So that was where I was just kind of like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? What does he want me to do? What am I supposed to do with any of this? Should I close my business? Should I keep working? And then all of that, like, I still was supposed to show up to work. But then my business was slowing down because Mm -hmm. the recession and all of that happened. Um, And that was a huge blow to me, too. Like, obviously, that's hard. How did your, like, health affect the way that you were seeing clients? Like I was so depressed that, like showing up was so hard like coming to work was so hard yeah getting through each client was so tasking mm-hmm. and then there was like pain like my my body was hurting my hands were hurting and then i was just tired like it was very low energy so showing up like that is not easy and i'm already not like a super chipper you know what i mean like i'm very monotone and things like that and so to fake it is going the extra mile you know yeah, what i mean and i'm super like private like, not super, but I, I'm pretty private about things, and so nobody really knew what I was going through. Like, a couple of my clients knew. Yeah. And then when, like, I did tell them, they were, like, like so upset for me that it made yeah. me uncomfortable yeah. because I wasn't trying. It's almost like they're pitying. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't <laughs> trying to get that. I just wanted to let them know, like, what mm-hmm. was going on. Mm-hmm. So that was weird, too, and so I just opted not to tell most people. I mean, people would literally out loud gasp when i was like yeah our apartment has mold and this is what's going on (laughs) and it just made me so uncomfortable what do i do with that (laughs) i was like no it's fine like i'm not like it's not fine it's not fine but it's like fine like i'm dealing with it you know yeah so now a lot of them know my story and i actually went on my story a few days ago and like shared that my hashimoto's was in remission because i finally was ready to talk about it in public and be like hey (laughs) here's what i've been going through and then the eating disorder. Okay, I would say it's more than an eating disorder. I have self-labeled myself as a food addict, and I know that might make a lot of people disagree because it, that's something that a lot of people think isn't real or there's no good or bad food or whatever. In my world, there is. I cannot have certain foods or I lose my mind. And for me, I was still eating gluten at the time, and that was ruining my life too. Like, I was slowly poisoning myself, so cut that out. Now I've been gluten-free for, like... I don't know, six months at least of like... Like solid gluten-free. A hundred percent. Because I remember you'd always be like, oh, I eat gluten-free, but then you're like... But I'd have it like once a week or yeah, we go, yeah, we go out and I just eat a piece of bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it doesn't... It, it was like I was trying to avoid it, but I couldn't avoid it. Yeah. And now I never want to see it again. Like it's a drug to me. Yeah. I never want to look at gluten again. I do not miss it a bit. Before I was like, oh, I want the gluten so bad. And yeah, now it like, it. it's strong. <laughs> but once i went down the rabbit hole of like food addiction and i learned more about that and i investigated actually going to like food addicts anonymous 
that changed my relationship with food for the better and all mm-hmm. of that changed. And then slowly we're on this journey to better health. Fingers crossed, prayers to God <laughs> that we're, we're working there. I mean, Hashimoto's is knocked out, but still got everything else. And that doesn't mean I can like go back to whatever I was doing. I still have yeah, to live this course. way now, but that's still a big win. So <laughs> that all of that, I mean, it's hard because I'm like grateful for the slowdown some ways because it did allow me to take time for myself that I wasn't going to have if I continued on the insane trajectory of busyness that I was on. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel bad because I definitely let clients down Mm -hmm. and I did not show up in the best way. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see that until, you know, the other side. Like we both, I think, didn't see that right away. I think it's so hard, like in the moment. I mean, I'm going to let it cry in this episode. I hate this. This is so gross. (laughs) <laughs> Ew. Ew. It's tears. Still, I think the heartbreak just still feels so fresh. I can feel it in my heart. Aww. Anyways. You can cry if you want. Ew, but I then if cry. you start crying, disgusting. I might cry because I do cry when other people cry. Okay. Sorry. Hold on. Just what was I even going to talk about? I don't know what you were saying. Heartbreak is In fresh. the moment, like in the moment, how was I supposed to show up any different? You know what I mean? Right. That's like what we don't want to say is like, okay, stuff your emotions down. Yeah. We like, truly do not have think... the answer for you on how the best to do it, but I think coming out on the other side here's like maybe what i would have done differently Mm -hmm. is how we're going to approach this okay i'm ready for that so i don't know (laughs) what i would have done i think i should have been more open i was not open you were open though i was open and saying i'm going through a hard time please give me like a little bit to like get through that yeah but to be fair you only said that once i only said it once and that was as far open as i was i was open with maybe like three or four of my clients like that i had been seeing for a long time and a couple months later, they ghosted me. So it was just like, I'm glad that I wasn't open with more people. Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's where it's hard. Like, at the same time, people could tell I was going through something because you I would come in, my yeah. eyes were puffy and red, right. like, all the time. I was not giving any extra. I was hardly speaking to them, like, right. because anything would, like, like, trigger that. Yeah, we stopped posting. Didn't show up. I mean... I was playing different music. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I know, well, wait, like, everything talks about fucking love and heartbreak. Oh. Like, my, mucus, my music is naturally, mucus. like... My mucus. <laughs> Stop. My yes, music... Yes, yes. I play sad music when I work. Oh. And so, like... <laughs> like, go, like, playing sad music... I got and you, yeah. Heartbreak, like, doesn't it, work. It was, like, so, triggering. anyways, people yeah. knew that I was, like, going through something. I think a lot but. of people, too, were in such a... We're, we're in, like, a state in our society where it's, like, don't ask, don't tell type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's you're so afraid to get someone mad at you for asking because we have all these mm. questions that are like off i'm doing air quotes off limits mm-hmm. now like you're not supposed to ask if someone's pregnant even though they're clearly 10 months pregnant yeah. <laughs> like they're about to like <laughs> pop like, ten months pregnant. you know what it's i mean crazy. like there's things that are not supposed to be said anymore like out taboo, of respect yeah. but at the same time like the person doesn't want to bring them up mm-hmm. and then the other person is now scared to ask and you know well it's also like i mean as a client like thinking back to as a client my clients probably felt so uncomfortable because they're like do i say something right like Like, that's the thing is that goes in your mind yeah do i say something and make her upset yeah and potentially you know invade on an area Mm -hmm. of her life she doesn't want to talk about or do i ignore it and then potentially look like a jerk who doesn't care (laughs) and i don't know what i would pick I think if it was my service provider and i've been seeing them for a while like and you can tell something's greatly off yeah like, I think I would have appreciated it if my clients would have been, I would like, have asked, said yeah. something. At least at the end of the appointment, you know, like, yeah. when, you know. The thing know. that's hard, and I don't, like, judge the clients for this, is this is their safe space. Yeah, for sure. And I by this, I mean, like, our rooms and our businesses. Um, 
and that's where they come to leave their life struggles behind so we do risk you know and triggering them with the same thing Mm -hmm. well yeah it's like we're meant to be their like quote therapist yeah not vice versa and i was telling taylor before we started recording that it's they like they will say that they appreciate us as a person but at the Mm -hmm. same time i think all consumers deep down don't want to look at you as an actual person they appreciate you as a service provider not as a person and that's i don't hold that against them because it's just what we're wired to do we all do the same thing yeah you know but you have to keep that in mind and we were kind of talking about like what you show on instagram and things like that and you know i do wish i was more open i don't like really regret it a ton because i don't think it would have changed anything like i think looking back being more open just would have put me more at ease to know that okay they do know something's going on and they know it's Mm -hmm. not them i personally i think i lost the majority of my clients just simply due to money like that was not not with my whole situation but i think me stepping back did not help you know what i mean yeah i think i maybe could have saved a few more if i the way that i saw it with like my timeline was like august through october was me just like Mm -hmm. being heartbroken and although i was still heartbroken for months and months and months after like november december is when i really noticed a slowdown and it was mainly because people were like losing their jobs or Mm. weren't making as much like it was then it was that money that was really becoming apparent yeah the money thing is the big thing and might i add like these diagnoses i was getting were not all at once so it was just like okay one day i got them all and then i had like the month to recover (laughs) it was like one day i got this one the next three months i would go on and it would be this thing going on that would be so like hard it was and then it was just it wasn't getting better and like i kept getting told like it was really aggressive and when you hear that from a western doctor like i was just like whatever you know you're you just don't know how to treat it but when yeah. my naturopathic doctor was like this is very aggressive for your age i was just like oh Thanks, <laughs> rock and roll <laughs> life's good Sweet. and then i went to get an ultrasound on my hands from the rheumatologist and the the thing that always bothers me is the doctors will always be like you're too young to have this just like shut up that's literally not i don't want to hear it i don't care i get it i get it like i get it i get it so why are you telling me that (laughs) i was gonna say something else but i forgot oh and then like we had normal personal things pop up too like Mm -hmm. my childhood dog had to be put down like Mm -hmm. things buster Buster, like all these things that just normally happen in life Mm -hmm. or I was moving to get out of my mold-written apartment, and that was stressful, but... That was terrible. You know, all these things. Oh, like, by the way, when you move out of mold, you can't keep, like, most of your things. So I was already financially burdened, and now I had to go buy a new mattress, mm-hmm. buy a new couch. Okay, I didn't have to. Like, I could have sat on the floor, right? But, you know, buy a new couch, you buy a new mattress, pay for the move, our rent exponentially increased. <laughs> I'm not trying to complain. Like, I'm grateful that I'm out of that situation. But I'm just saying there's so many levels, too. Mm -hmm. So, me to just be like, oh, my health was a problem. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of repercussions of that. And the same for you, like, with your heartbreak. There's a lot of repercussions that come Mm -hmm. with that. You're now having to go to therapy more and then working through all the pain is a whole thing, too. A couple months later, I decided to close my suite. And And then you moved. Moved. I moved oh i don't even know it's terrible and then you you moved <clears throat> personal locations like you moved your, your I physically, apartment i moved back into my mom's house because i went back to school i closed my my mom and dad's <laughs> house <laughs> i closed my business full-time and went into renting a suite yeah, like and twice you a month went to school and then i went to school it was just a lot which in some ways like going to school was such a positive but like closing my business was frightening yeah and then feeling that at the same time as like feeling my heartbreak still feel fresh was like terrible like i think 
clients <clears throat> like if someone closes their doors i think clients are like oh no i'll miss you but they're already like where can i get my yeah, xyz done next like yeah. it, you know what i mean and i get it i mm. do not i do not hold it against them yeah no definitely not and it's not for personal. me luckily i was not in the position where it's like i'm closing my doors i'm so sorry it was more of like i'm choosing Shifting. not to see you i'm so sorry but here's my referral <laughs> because i i chose the clients that i mm-hmm. wanted to continue to see but which I love. I mean, yeah. that's great. A couple of them still end up ghosting. It's fine. Oop. I mean, clients just do that regardless. I know, it's so fucking annoying, though. It's so rude. I, over, I think overall we're both really grateful, right? Like, looking, obviously it was tough, but I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Because we both, I think, started to take our business for granted as well. Mind you, I was also burnt out. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I didn't mind the slowdown at first, and then yeah. I was like, whoop, <laughs> I gotta worry. And this weird, in this, not weird way, but just in this way, like, I feel like, I am grateful, but I'm not, I don't feel like I'm on the other side of it yet. Like, something is still changing for me. I'm still very, like, in this place of just being unsettled. I'm not safe yet. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not safe yet, but I feel like the worst part, praying to God, is over. We're just on the up now, but we're not, like, out of it. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. You also had a lot more changes than me, though. Like, you obviously went to school and all that, and you have a whole different job now. Yeah, my, like, life changed. I just, ways. like, hung on by a string to my business. Yours was just, yeah. Please don't. Ignore. <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion. This is a little baby threat. <laughs> but, I mean, I just recently started to put my all back into it and, like, post. Do you feel like it's because you're, sorry, I didn't mean to cut Oh, you no, I'm fine. Do you feel like it's because your health is, like, somewhat managed now? Yes. Like, if your health was not where it is, do you think it would have continued? I genuinely left work the other day, and I was like, is this what it feels like to be happy? Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And so, that was when I started to realize, like, okay, I actually feel good now. <laughs> Waves. That's great. I but love it. That, that's big. I mean, our mental yeah. health. And I've been depressed, like, my whole life. But that Same. kind of depression, where it's like walk the plank yeah. depression <laughs> look, the plank. Lino looking at this bridge yeah. <laughs> depression. like that's like a real nice stomach. i'm joking but i'm not like <laughs> you know what i mean the girls that get it get it yeah like that's that takes you out yeah and a lot of people genuinely don't know what it's like they don't know what it's like to be sad or to be mm-hmm. like a little down like some down days but to that point where you don't have anything left in you a lot of people don't know that and a lot of people no. don't want to talk about that uh-uh. they don't want to hear that i personally don't want to talk about it because i'll cry right but yeah your clients don't want to know that either because then they're it's always not, watching it's you. also not your client i don't think that saying i want to walk the plank <laughs> is something that i would I tell this clients. <laughs> However, i wouldn't either unless they were like opening up to me about their struggle and yeah. i could tell like they needed someone to like relate, relate to or yeah. like a success story if you will like Hi, i'm still alive story because <laughs> that is good you know yeah but yeah <laughs> I'm two feet from the edge of the plank now. crazy. we're laughing, but it's serious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I got shoot, dude. I started to take care of myself again. I mean, yeah. I go to the gym now. I don't eat like I hate myself. Mm-hmm. I got. I literally was an addict in that way. Like I got. <laughs> I'm like sober from food. <laughs> Which feels silly to say, but it's a real thing. People actually do that. I mean, what else? We got, like, my relationship with God back on. I changed my mindset, too. I really... Because when you're depressed, you're stuck in that negative loop. Yeah, of course. And I finally broke that. I mean, being happy <laughs> helps that. But I really check that now. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I'm going down that, like, same rabbit hole of 
woe is me and mm-hmm. like nope nope snap well, out yeah. of that cut that right there we are grateful mm-hmm. you know all these things and I was complaining the other day that my business isn't fully booked again yeah <laughs> and it's just like go open Facebook and people are closing their doors like shut up like don't don't Amanda <laughs> like, yeah be Dude, grateful we've been seeing so much of that it's so sad it breaks my heart I know a lot of people do it not necessarily out of like like, people do it out of desperation, but a lot of people do it, too, because they're just, like, done trying. Yeah. And I get that. Like, it's hard. Well, with more SDs coming in and more SDs not yeah. willing to put in the work, it's hard. Oh, man. And when you see the people who are social media famous in a second who mm-hmm. just graduate school, it makes you want to walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking this damn plank, too. Walking the plank. <laughs> One foot closer. I'm just kidding. We were talking about something before we tangent it, um, I think. We were talking about what we would have done on the high, like, on mm, the other side yeah. of it. I mean, yeah, um, openness is always good. I was going to say but... one. Oh, um, I would have not forced myself to show up. Yes. Like, I would have cut my four days down to two days until I was, like, feeling... Because here's what like happened. I was going through it enough. And I'm, like, know? super ashamed of this, but I ended up, like, morning of or scheduling on clients, like, all the time. Oh, 100%. All the time. Me too. And I hate that I did that, but... Mm-hmm. I woke up and I was like, I physically cannot see myself going into work 100%. today. Like, I have no idea how I do it. Or I would 100%. just reschedule one and, like, shorten my day. Mm-hmm. So if you have to, like, change your work schedule, I think that is much better than just... I Instead of, like, controlling the fact that I was losing clients of, like, hi, I'm so sorry, I just don't have time in my schedule to see you until, like, next month. And mm-hmm. then they're like, well, fuck you, I'm gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> like, okay. Like, yeah. at least I had some, like, say in that, like, right. lightly. But instead, I just took these clients still and gave them 35% effort that day yeah. and lost them that way. So now they remember it was me as, like, the 35% esthetician. The terrible esthetician. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though prior to that one experience, that's not how I'd been. But people yeah. don't provide grace in- sometimes. Actually, here's a vulnerable thing I was feeling. Um, now that I've, like, revamped my services a little bit and really pumped them up. And here's What did you thing- say? what pumped them up i thought i said humped them up i was like really no <laughs> i was gonna say I, I also really changed a lot of things i did because uh, my hands hurt so bad i like stopped doing massage and things like that like i'm going to a whole different tangent right now but also with massage i feel like taking sorry taking that out was a re- like a big regret really yeah because i think that that's what people um come back for in a recession because yeah, i okay. pushed my hair appointment out Mm-hmm. like multiple months mm-hmm. but i still hit my monthly massage because i need that relaxation mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah the stress relief part of it and when i was so results focused that it wasn't like i was i was not highlighting the relaxation at all i was mm-hmm. just highlighting the results but i still was providing it it just wasn't like you weren't getting like a traditional minute massage or something yeah I'm not doing a hand and arm massage I'm not doing feet massage wait anything like that but people lose that side of it and that was my fault like for my marketing but also how i handled my services but people i don't think saw the benefit in coming just for results Sure, but I also don't think that it's fair to be, um, like, hard on yourself and, like, thinking back sure. that way because you did it for your health. Like, ultimately, your health yeah. was not well. And But I also didn't have it in me. Like, that part, too, what we didn't talk about is, like, I didn't have it in me to show up and care and, like, love someone. Because when you're giving, yeah. like, a treatment, you're, like, giving them love yeah. in a way. I didn't have percent? that because I didn't, A, love myself, and then, B... I didn't. Like, you I physically were hurting. I was really frustrated treating like acne people too, who mm-hmm. would not change their lifestyle because here I am like fighting for my literal life mm-hmm. and like changing my lifestyle, and I can't get you to stop eating a freaking cookie to mm-hmm. stop breaking out. And I wanted to like just scream like that. Yeah. Was, that was driving me crazy. It's frustrating. Yeah. Which was my own problem, not theirs. Obviously, that was my own internal issue that mm-hmm. I worked through. But that was hard too. And then the same is like, why am I? 
like no one's giving me a massage like why am i giving you a massage like mm-hmm. that whole thing and just again in that negative circle mm-hmm. <laughs> negative feedback the negative cycle and then what i was talking about first i don't remember my first tangent that i tangent to this oh yeah i mean i i reincorporated it and and now my clients who I haven't seen in maybe like a couple of months since I brought in all these things and mind you I'm still being careful with my hands because like we're trying to just obviously make the career long lasting and Mm -hmm. we all have hand problems in the long run I'm doing like tools and things they're rebooking they're coming more often now like they're impressed with what they're seeing so I do regret taking that out but I didn't have it in me so now I have it in me (laughs) to, to offer it I don't like the word regret let's find a different word yeah, because I don't actually regret anything because it yeah. led me to here. But I, hindsight, <clears throat> if I could change something, I would change that. How about that? I, that's regret. Just okay, great. Well, I don't know what I'm going to say because <laughs> I, I wish I hadn't done it, but, like, I did it. So You had to do it. You had no choice but yeah. to do it. It was a survival thing. Exactly. So but German like, planning's not coming back. Yeah, fuck <laughs> <them>. <laughs> That's right. I, I partly blamed my hands for that, and mostly I just don't want to do it. I hate yeah. it. So <laughs> that's not coming back. Um, fair. Did you change anything? What do you mean? Like, did you adjust your service menu to accommodate your mental health better? Um, no. Or your physical health? Which is, like, part of, like, what I regret of... Mm. I just <laughs> Don't say regret! <laughs> <laughs> no, because I do regret it. Because mine was not, like, medically necessary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my heart was broken, but, like, it wasn't medically necessary. Right. Anyways, I wish that I had shortened my schedule and, like, done it that way. Just like I said, like... Yeah. Not necessarily changed my service menu and, like, done all those things, but just, I don't know. Just adjusted a little adjusted bit. Adjusted to, like, my new way of life for now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Or just done services. Maybe, I guess, that weren't so... It was really, like, we both needed involved. someone to step into our lives or, like, our businesses at that point and just be like, here's what you need to do to survive. Yeah. And that... Just you, get through it. When you're down like that, you can't figure that out. Like, no. survivability does not, like, like it's just gone. Like, you don't yeah. care if you survive. You know what I mean? I also feel like, and I could be wrong, I feel like you and I were both working, like, for... I think I was still working five days at... No, maybe I was still working just four days at that point. Like, in your business? Yeah. I think you were, yeah. I was working four days. Yeah. So I, I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Because I already felt like four days was so little. So little for like <laughs> Now I'm like. I know. I'm like, four days? Really? <laughs> I started going back to four some weeks yeah. and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> 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 and, ow. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think, I don't know. I feel like that's what I would have changed is just like slowing down and giving yeah. myself the actual like breathing room to breathe but i don't know i i don't i've never been through heartbreak that was my first heartbreak and it was like by mm. far the most painful experience i think i've ever gone through and i think that i don't have a better solution to like just getting through it yeah i think this episode is meant to be more of like uh we've gone through it so don't feel alone mm-hmm. and don't feel bad like don't what's the word don't like scold yeah yourself mm-hmm. because you didn't know what to do don't or feel like guilty or... yeah don't sh- don't feel shamed because mm-hmm. you've lost clients because we've all lost clients and there's all different reasons that you can lose a client mm-hmm. and i think it being your mental health or your physical health or your personal life being in shambles mm-hmm. is one of the least like actually horrible reasons to lose a client like that yeah. is pretty valid you know yeah I think the scariest part for me, too, was 
that like I do life alone like before the breakup even like my boyfriend lives in a he lives in a different state so it's like my bills were alone so when I started to see the money lack that's I think when I kind of like woke up in a way of like holy shit like realizing what was actually going on I'm like this is crazy because we hit slow weeks before yeah but it's like you know one slow week whoa that's new i was also manic by the way Mm. like i was spending thousands of dollars well (laughs) this was different i was spending thousands of dollars every single week like all my profit was gone like that's how i was filling my that was your yeah my void like yeah i also have like a mental problem but like (laughs) we're not gonna talk about that (laughs) well yeah the food was my Void filler. Yeah. <laughs> Void filler. <laughs> Void filler. Yeah. Ew. This is such a bad episode. We just talked um. about our emotions. Okay. Anyways, I do think that therapy helped me a lot through yeah. that time. Once I realized that what I had to do was more in my old life, that's mm-hmm. when things like turned out a little bit too mentally. Mm-hmm. Is it's like no one talks about that, I feel mm-hmm. like. Is you need permission to mourn the life that you used to live when you were healthy. Mm-hmm. And now you don't know what your life is going to look like. You don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. Yeah. Especially with um, autoimmune stuff because you get flares and they can come out of nowhere. And a big trigger for me is um, stress. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I would wake up one day and be significantly worse and like not know what's going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just have to figure out what I did to cause it. What the hell? How did I end up here? And then whenever I would binge eat because that was like my eating disorder, um, that would flare me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I would also try to self-soothe with, like, edibles. And mm-hmm. then that would flare me. <laughs> Great. Two she thumbs just up. just one puffy bitch Wee. with her flares. Yeah. All of it. So fun. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I tried to do that to make me feel better to work the next day. And now mm-hmm. I feel actually worse. How this is so hard. Because you're right. It's like, I don't know. I always get, an- I don't want to say this on the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. I always get annoyed when people are like, my back hurts. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking punch you in the head. You have no idea. (laughs) But it's like, I don't know. It is hard. Health is hard. I don't want people to feel like they can't complain. Yeah. But it's sometimes, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) I don't know. It's like, you don't want to overstep. I think we went somewhere and the lady was like, you don't know what it's like to be my age and have back uh pain. And I I was like deep in a flare and I was about to flip the table. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. No, you don't know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm 26, but yeah. When I'm like, I have to use a walker. And I have to freaking lip, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, like, oh, those are the kind of comments where it's like you don't expect that to hurt someone, and you mm. never know who's in the room, and now everyone's afraid to just speak in general. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I used to get offended. But it's offended. not her fault that I was triggered. No. That's on me. Like yeah. my triggers are my my problem. You know, it's not your yeah. job to control someone's triggers. Yeah, I think I've gotten better at that part. Of like, it's just I just gross. get annoyed when people used to say like, "My back hurts," and I'm like, "I can't fucking get out of bed." Okay, <laughs> I'm like I'm literally using a walker the past two weeks, but yeah. sure that works. Because your back better. pain is like substantial. It's like life changing. Yeah, it's like di- when I'm going through that part. Yeah, and it only lasts for a couple weeks at a time, usually. Thank God. But like, yeah. by the way, pain itself is depressing. Yeah, like chronic pain usually is associated with high life ending rates. By the way. <laughs> I don't know why we're Walk having laughing over that. <laughs> well, walking the plank. Walking the plank. It's actually very high. Can we're gonna get flagged by Spotify. That's fine. We're we're already shadowing. Everyone hates us anyway. It's fine. 
Nice. I don't know what else to talk about. Do you have anything else? I feel like we just complained this whole episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like My a biggest advice episode. is just be great. Not grateful. <laughs> be great. the word. Gracious of Gracious, yourself yes. and like your pain. Whether it's physical, emotional, mental, whatever it is, just be... That's why it's also important to be gracious with our clients, too. Yes. You don't... You do not know what someone's going through. I was listening to an Ed Milet podcast episode on the way over oh, here. Ed Milet. Do you know who he is? No. Oh, okay. Ed Milet. <laughs> I don't... I don't know what you're saying. Ed Milet. How do you spell that? Don't worry about it. Like, is it Ed Milet? Ed. Ed. And then his last name is Milet. Okay. That's what I was trying to figure out. It's okay. like, is this three names? Okay. Anyways listening to his podcast and he was talking about how he was in a restaurant and this family with the kids were like just crazy monsters and the kids were screaming and it was a nice restaurant and he wanted to just enjoy his dinner and he was busy and he was like getting mad at them and then he was just like "Mm, i have my choice in this two hours that i'm eating dinner to enjoy it or to let them bother me and i'm gonna not let them bother me and i'm gonna enjoy my time because it's my time and i get Mm -hmm. to choose what i'm gonna do with it regardless of what's going on and Long story short, he finished the dinner, went to play golf the next day, and someone who was playing golf with him was actually the waiter at the restaurant. And the waiter was like, I am so, like, I love you, Milet, whatever, like, you're so inspirational. He was like, I'm so sorry for the kids at the restaurant. They just came back from a funeral. Oh, that's terrible. And Ed was like, what? (laughs) He was Mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry, what? The one time I chose to have grace with someone is when they came back from a funeral. Mm -hmm. And then he was, that's, he was just reiterating, like, you never know. And that's why I know, like, people hate on old people for them being just be turds. They're just turds. But you have to understand that a lot of them have just lost 90% of, like, their family. Mm-hmm. Like, their husband, um, their wife, their siblings are all dying. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you get up at their age, it gets a little lonely. Mm-hmm. And if you lose your partner of, like, 50-plus years, you'd be a little crotchety, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I think old people deserve more grace. I think everyone I deserves more grace. I but. Agree. I love to kill them with kindness. I, I also think moms deserve more grace. Oh, but, yeah. Like, single moms on the airplanes with their little screaming children. Yeah, dude. Ugh. That fucking drives me nuts when I sit peacefully in anger. It's like, you just don't know. Like, what if the mom had, like, lost her husband? You know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah. It's like you, you just never know. But the I guess the big point is, is that your clients are not going to give you that same grace. So. No. so you have to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good resources outside of what you're going through resources in like professionals but also like support group yeah like i shut down during my little breakup moment so i well, had people is, to talk to but i didn't use them this is exactly what we said on the last episode reaching out on our ins and outs yeah i mean if you see someone drop off instagram dude why are we not reaching out mm-hmm. because that like all the time this happens and then that person ends their life you know that happens and nobody reaches out and they're like i wish i reached out yeah it's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. I just saw a commercial for men's mental health, and it was, like, check on the friend that you don't suspect. And there was one guy who was, like, bummed during the, all the soccer games, and the other guy mm-hmm. was, like, so happy. He was living it up. He loved the soccer games. And then at the end, like, the sad guy showed up, and the other guy didn't show up because he had killed himself. It reminds me of Robin Williams. Like, that yes. was such a sad yes. fucking moment. The people like, who you never expect. And we're the people him, yeah. who are showing up and caring for other people, and mm-hmm. no one checks in on mm-hmm. us and cares for us. If your friend leaves a group chat... If your friend just, like, <laughs> deletes their Instagram mm-hmm. or never talks to you, you know, keep, like, be, I would much rather be looked at as annoying and, like, like was there for them. Yeah. yeah. Or I care too much, then I didn't reach out at all and, like, mm-hmm. I regret it. You know what I mean? hmm I was gonna say something else, but I forgot. I don't know. 
It probably wasn't any good, so let's just... Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was going to say something along the lines of, like, when you go on your story and when you finally do open up, and, like, when people do open up and say they're going through something, I think it's worse when they see people view the story and, like, nothing was said. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I have done that. Like, I have... I mean, the amount of people who watched, like, my Hashimoto's in remission, like, mm-hmm. I basically gave a quick summary of, like, what I had been through in the past freaking two years and did not say a dang thing or liked it or anything. I mean, that speaks It's volumes. so hard. It's so hard because it's, like, and you're not doing it to be, like, look what I'm going through. Right. Like, what was me? Like, blah, blah, blah. But, I don't want the attention, but yeah. the fact that you could watch that and not say anything to a person that you say that you care about mm-hmm. is crazy to me. Anytime I see someone, even if I've never talked to this person and I'm watching their story and their story is like, I'm going to take a break, like going through a time, prayers, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Like just say something. Something quick. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. Yeah. Just something. Yeah. Okay, great. This is a terrible episode. Like emotionally, I hated it. Not me, I was crying. Should we end on a knock knock joke? Knock knock. (laughs) Who's there? Oh, fuck. You asked me. <laughs> I don't have one. Well, why'd you ask? I don't know. I was going to look one up. Okay, we're going to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See so you on the next one. Also, you can always reach out to us. I know it's hard to reach out when... How about that's our biggest tip? If you think you need help, please ask for help. Because that's something I struggle with is ask for mm-hmm. help. Do you struggle with that? I have a hard time asking for help. I think it depends on the person. I think Amanda, when I'm going through a crisis, I'm like, Amanda, I'm going through a crisis. I'm right. and ugly. What do I do? <laughs> And she's like, go to the gym, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I, I don't some go. real stuff. Yeah, she's for real, for real. But otherwise, no, I'm not really good at reaching out. I'm terrible. Yeah, I have a hard time reaching out and saying, like, I need It's help. usually, like, not until, like, my, like, life is falling apart or what feels like yeah. it until, like, I'm like, okay, now I need but help. But that's all part of healing our nervous systems and the not reacting to triggers and things like that. Like, that all comes in hand with slowly healing your nervous system mm-hmm. or reacting or, like, pausing before you react to something. Like, that all comes in. And, like, the other day, I asked for help before mm-hmm. I even was at the breaking point. And I was just, like, so proud of myself. That's for Amanda. That's all. It's just, like, baby steps. I think it's part of the workaholic in us, too. Dude, yeah. It's sure. just... And then, for me, it's, like, the perfectionism. Mm-hmm. If I don't do it, then I don't like how it's done. So, I just do it myself. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a control freak. Dude, did I tell you about the time that I had, like, a fucking panic attack at my work? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That was... <laughs> I had to tell my story. Thanks so much for listening to our episode. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> Reach out if you need help. Moral of the story. Join mm-hmm. our group chat. <laughs> Join our group always, chat. There's it. a lot of people in there, so if you want to message someone individually. Yeah, we're all, I think we're all there for each other. We're yeah. all pretty, like, teamwork makes the dream work type of thing. Period. Community. That's the community that we have, you know? Like, community. The community is about community. <laughs> Peace out, brothers. Bye, queenies. <laughs>